Hello, I'm Holly, and welcome to the podcast Spooky Saturday. My friend Kayla and I are here to question the suspicious, investigate the intriguing, and do our best to distinguish fact from fiction. Each episode, we dive headfirst into a topic of choice and find stories, evidence, history, and more to discuss and debate. Join us in earning some merit badges, Spooky Scouts. Now let's begin. Hey everyone, how's it going? Welcome to Spooky Saturday. Time for Spooky Saturday. Oh my gosh, I'm just tired today. It's mm-hmm. winter and just needs to be over, I think. I think that's why. I'm not sure. We, didn't even, we haven't even really had winter here. Really? It's like 50-some degrees today. Oh, that's pretty raining. Yeah. <laughs> were mines, where, where were mines located? In Mexico? Uh, South America, Guatemala is, mm-hmm. is well, where a lot of the... Uh, the the findings are. I believe that there's still there are some like different ruins in Mexico, but the the people that we're looking at are in Guatemala. Um, and it was this was a show that we watched on the on Disney Plus app, which apparently doesn't work that well. <laughs> Oh my god, at least for me. I was like trying to watch the last episode earlier and it was like every 60 seconds it would buffer for 15 seconds and then go back 5 seconds and I was like this is impossible. I give up. There's like none of that. No. Yeah, I watched the last one. I mean, I don't remember it even saying that much. I think it was fine. Yeah. It was really interesting, like, uh, how much technology has made it possible to see the total extent of the, I don't know, the empire Yeah, of the Mayans. Yeah, well, I mean, it's one of those, like, ancient aliens things where they're just like, they have all these, these like, images of weird things, which is legit. That's not false. They do have a lot of really weird imagery and stuff. But apparently they thought that there was only like like one million people in the whole of like the empire. But it was actually mm-hmm. closer to like 11 million people. Yeah, it was insane. Which is like, crazy. Like, and there's new pyramids and all this kind of crazy stuff. And yeah, so that's what we were watching. Yeah, the new the video player on Disney Plus was really dumb. Also, it's Sophia so wrote us a song that's amazing. Disney spooky, scary Saturdays send shivers down your spine. Leggies, aliens, and men in black will steal you steal your home tonight. <laughs> leggies, leggies, leggies. <laughs> and now, like, if I saw that cryptid, I'd just be like, leggies, leggies, little leggy boy. I wouldn't be scared of it. No. He's too precious. I know. He's leggies. Precious. Um, what? And what you had mentioned about them finding or determining there were that many people, the the show that we watched on Disney Plus, they actually surveyed, it was only like an 800 square mile area or something, and they discovered 600,000 more buildings, they said. Then, yeah, like, it, the, so, and so they weren't even done. Like, I remember there was one part of an episode where they had discovered a wall around, mm-hmm. um, to call where yes. Chichen Itza is, and that wall went kept going beyond where they surveyed. So they were like, I don't know, it just keeps going. Yeah, it just goes on for a very far away. Well, this is for later. Like you can talk about it first, but I wanted to show some like there were some interesting parallels that I wanted to show you on, based off of um, things on Mars. Ooh, versus what these things look like. Because they they do the same stuff like like I don't know anything about looking at like topography or whatever, but it, I'll just show you the pictures later. Okay, and you can make a decision. It's just a little weird. I don't know. Just saying. Yeah, because it's interesting. Because if you watch that show, if you search Maya on Disney Plus, it's like the only thing that comes up. Mm-hmm. But like 
when they take, they took these surveys of the land by shooting lasers down from helicopters and planes. And uh, if I were to look at it, I wouldn't see those things as buildings. So it's crazy because it's like they're so, I mean, it's been 1500 years. They've just degraded down into like little mounds, but they can tell that they're buildings. It's wild. It's interesting that like what they say is like, you know, it's it's that it's just like it's so old that the jungles covered everything, which is just like mm-hmm. so you can't even see it until they actually use these lasery thingies. Nebula Coffee in chat mentioned that the the Mayans were the tribe that basically disappeared off the face of the planet, right? And that's not totally true. I think that's kind of sensationalized. They did start abandoning their cities, which of which there are many. Right, there were many, many like warring cities. But they didn't really disappear completely. They were definitely, they definitely, for some reason, abandoned their cities. But considering the fact that this was discovered and the population was so large, I think the most feasible theory is overpopulation, which seems legit after watching that and right. seeing how big of, like, how much was happening. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And Mayans do still exist. It's just as a whole, they, abandoned those cities like they started moving out of those cities yeah but they do still exist today yeah well and it's the cool thing i thought that they found where they found a bunch of like the new stuff that they found was just like skulls in caves and that was cool they just like went into caves and they're just like here's like a skull of some dead person and i was like this is spooky like not only is that like like you know it's spooky enough that they're swimming in old nasty caves but there was (laughs) jars and like skulls in the caves yeah, the, uh, they went down into the cenotes, which were uh, underground caves that had water in them, which is where people would get clean water and they would consider it like a ritual space and a sacred space. Yeah. And like they would like dive down in them and they were like, oh, look, a skull with a hole carved down its head <laughs> so it could be an incense burner. And just like, how neat. Yeah. Okay. And apparently they also like, one of the things that they did was that they gave up their most like sacred possessions. And at times they were like their children, and they were just like, "Yeah, yeah. you're just gonna kill your children." Yeah, that's it. It's a a major part of ritual for them was sacrificing the most sacred objects to the gods, and it was, it's like, "Uh, children, children are the most important." Yep, which is insane, but I mean, that's what they believed in, yeah. and they would do. They would have a lot of bloodletting and just a lot of sacrifice in general. There were a lot of sacrificial tablets, like carved. Things like that. Yeah. It's just really fascinating. Their art and, like, writing is very fascinating. But anyway, the only picture I can find is the, like, really old one, which is dumb. Because I think, I feel like they took a better picture after this. But if you saw the um, things on Mars, like, you or you saw the um, the topography of this, like, this, like, how it looked after they removed the jungle. Everything just looked kind of, like, like lumpy, right? But those yeah, were old right. buildings. Like, and I was thought I've seen like things that look like that before, and it actually was from photography of Mars, like things that looked like buildings. And I was like, maybe there's some like weird correlation between like what? Because if you look at the fa- the original face on Mars picture here, I'll show you. And this is just like totally far fetched, but I still find it really interesting. Like this is the original, like what they took, and they think it was like in the seventies or whatever. And there's, like, different pictures of things on Mars that look like, like, legitimate, like, structures. Like, they look like what those structures looked like on that show. That's interesting and horrifying. Yeah, I was just thinking about our caves thinking. 
<laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's another thing is like how many caves they go into in the show because of the cenote. So like they're just like mm, going in the caves. Wow, there's like hundreds of miles of caves. And I was yeah. like, please stop. And they're like, here it is. Please Here's stop. the caves. Yeah, for some reason, the picture isn't even coming up on here. Oh, there it is. This is there. This is one structure from Mars. And I'm sorry, but that just looks like a straight up pyramid. Like, look at that. Like, yeah, you can see it just like, and that's from Mars. That's taken from Mars. And I'm just like, from all those things that we saw on those, those Mayan things that just looked like degraded pyramids, that looks exactly the same. Yeah, because if, if you watch the show, they look like, my There's favorite part is every episode, the guy goes, let's remove the trees, and then he does this, and the trees disappear, and you can see all the buildings. Yeah. But they always look like little kind of hills. Like, they're all eroded. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, so, Ooh. like, they're, right? So, like, but that looks exactly like it. I mean, yeah, it could be a dirt pile, but the things that we saw in the show... They all also look like dirt piles. It's like it was called like via like laser lidar. Lidar, that's it. It's laser imaging something. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here's the lidar picture, and you can see like they show like clearly where there's the temples that have that are already like out and about. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But the ones that aren't, they just look like lumps. And they're like, oh, this was a wall. I'm like, that looks like a lump. But you know what? It's a wall, yeah. I guess. And they also discovered roads that way. There were tons more roads than yes. they had realized traveling between the cities. So that's when they realized, oh, my gosh, like this little remote city that they discovered that had a massive mural of the creation of Earth in it. They were like, oh, it must just be a remote spot. But then they realized there were all these roads connecting it to everywhere else. So it was actually like a hub. Because remember, they found those three little pyramids and they just looked exactly like that picture, like just lumps. They didn't look like, yeah. like they didn't look like the ones that were out of the jungle standing up, like the ones that were already famous. They just look like little lumps. Yeah, because I think Chichen Itza is like the main one that's um, still intact, but it's, like, one of the few. Okay, so, like, that's the LIDAR of some of the, of the newly found ruins, I think, and some of the older ones. But you can see that the pyramids, if you look at it, are just, like, little lumps. Like, they're, like, like, and you can see that it's, like, kind of cleared out, but a lot of the, like, if they were even older than a thousand years, what's to say they wouldn't look like this pyramid and just look totally smoothed out? Yeah, because I think in the last episode, the the city that they discovered was, I thought they said um, about 2,000 years old. And that one was completely degraded to basically where they just managed to see some bricks in the ground. And they were like, oh, okay, here it is. Like, But the rest of it was just completely covered by jungle yeah. and smoothed out. Oh, apparently they also did LIDAR on Mars. Did they? Yeah, they did LIDAR Ooh. on Mars. But it's of like... It's. It seems to be like they did it for, like, density, maybe, to, like, check the soils. Because, again, like, these are just conspiracy theories of it being a pyramid. And, like, that there's other there's other evidence of these sorts of things on Mars. Which I think is fun, if that were totally the case. Yeah. I think that's really interesting. Like, well, and I find any sort of man-made or appearing man-made structure that we don't have a full understanding of how it was built is interesting. Right, yeah. To kind of think about how that's possible. And well, if you think about the pyramids, like, the pyramids are so big. And like, they they'll I mean, those are going to be there forever. Like, they would look mm-hmm. like that crazy mountain. Because like, if it was like 10,000 years in the future, we're gone. The pyramids are still going to be there. But they're just going to look like that. Yeah. They're just going to erode down, just become smooth. Exactly. 
So, I mean, like, one of the things I wonder is, like, I, I don't see any reason for there to be, like, some kind of cover-up about, like, civilization on Mars or whatever. Like, I don't see why anyone would cover that up. Like, if they did actually have that. Like, I just don't get it. Unless, again, it's to prevent panic. I guess. But I don't know. It's It's interesting just to be like, wow, there's, like... Some interesting structures there that, like, yes, it's Mars used, like, a long, 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 long time ago. Mars, they think, was habitable. So it wouldn't surprise me if there was something on Mars that was habitable, like, thousands and thousands of years ago. That wouldn't surprise me at all. Right. I said, well, yeah. And I think about what would be gained by a cover-up for that. Like, I don't know. It's like, and I feel like if people were amateurs just looking at Mars and they're like, oh, shit, there's a pyramid. Like, someone would see it. But I don't know. One thing this show didn't go into and I was interested in talking about was the construction of these pyramids yeah. and the buildings that they built. There's one guy in particular who's like the guy who theorizes aliens with everything Mayan and oh, not yeah. just the aliens guy on Ancient Aliens. Yeah. This guy's named <laughs> Von, Von Daniken. Oh, yeah, or Von yeah, Daniken. I've seen his books, yeah. Yeah, so he, the one, while he has some like dumb theories one thing that he questions that I think is very interesting is while a lot of the pyramids are built by creating cement, like they, mm-hmm. they built cement blocks and they created them, there is there are some well-known Mayan pyramids that have a layer of mica in them, hmm. which is a mineral that's not found anywhere in Central America. Oh, that's weird. So it would have had to have been imported from like 2,000, 3,000 miles away is what they think. It would have had to have come from Brazil. Wow. So they didn't have wheels. Like, they they mentioned that in the show. Like, they transported things by river or by foot. So that's something that's interesting. They were like, how could they possibly have a layer of mica in their pyramids if aliens were not responsible? (laughs) Which I thought was really interesting. Because I don't don't know that I believe necessarily that aliens assisted with with that stuff. But how is that possible? I do feel like aliens had better things to do. <laughs> then just then be like, like here's some mica setting like like just playing like legos playing alien legos <laughs> down on earth i mean maybe not i don't know if you are like a robot alien you live forever maybe you just want to go play legos with some primitives I'm like i guess that like guess i'll do that sure yeah i don't know not judging you aliens but yeah yeah fem- yeah femme center stonehenge is very similar god and so stonehenge is really cool too like all those things are super cool Oh yeah, and the and the the Great Pyramids are are uh, aligned with the Orion's Belt, which I think is awesome. And also, all of the Mayan things are also aligned with the stars. Like they're also yep. they have all that same sort of thing going on. Which just, I'm sorry, but I'm just like, what are you? What are you trying to sh- sh- like? They they're God. They're like our gods are from the sky, and I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> like, what are you seeing in the sky other than the sun? I guess. I mean, I guess that's a that's a big thing, but. Well, specifically, this uh, Von Donneken guy also talks about the fact that for the Mayans, the feathered serpent, who I think goes by many names, but also Quetzalcoatl. Oh, yeah, Quetzalcoatl, uh, yeah. The, the, sky, the sky serpent. Yes. Um, came from the sky and specifically taught them many things, including astronomy and just the stars and how yeah. to do all the things that they did with aligning with the stars and that is also, I think there's also a prophecy based on him. The The reason we came up with the whole 2012 world ending yes. thing is because that was the date that he allegedly was returning. Like, yes. That he was going to return, which 
now they're saying is incorrect. It was based upon our current calendar mm-hmm. that we got to 2012. But if it was based upon the Mayan calendar, it would be like year, like 20 years from now or something. That so seems still possible. I mean, that seems about right. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you think I about know, it, right? I'm like, the path we're going, I'm like, mm, yeah, yeah, I, you know, that's close. I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. 20 years from now, definitely going to be the end of the world. Yeah. I, 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 see, I it. see it. I see it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's a bunch of like, and there's like lots of things. I'm trying to find some more images we, I can show you guys, like of like where I keep seeing this like UFO one, and I didn't know if this one's like real or not. Oh, is it a is it a uh, a Mayan tomb lid? Because yeah. I wanted to talk about that. It's the tomb of Pakal that has the like um, UFO with a the staircase. There's it's you might be thinking of the same thing if you Google P A K A L. It's the the tomb of Pakal, and it's his tomb lid, and it's very uh, well known because it's typically understood that it's a depiction of him going to the Mayan underworld, but it also kind of looks like he is in a spaceship. Oh, that rocket, one, yeah, yeah, yeah. And is like his hands are kind of in front of him, so it kind of looks like he's messing with some controls, right? So that's something that I studied in college. We talked about that. There's a lot of iconography there that really solidly defines this as he's dying, he's going to the Yeah, underworld. yeah. It looks, it looks, it's a hard stretch to say that he's in a spaceship. <laughs> I know, but of course this Von Donneken guy is yeah. like, I'm gonna he's in a spaceship, guy. I'm gonna say that's a hard stretch. I'll, I'll, yeah. it, like, apparently it says, like, he's, he's futzing with, like, the controls above him. Yeah. He's like, if you turn it on, like, sideways, the, they're like, there it is. He's in a he's in a rocket ship, dude. He, my dude's like, oh yeah. No, I'm still like, yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Like they say, what typically kind of looks like streams of water or something that are coming out on either side of him. They're like, that's rocket fuel. That's the the fire <laughs> coming from the fun. rocket. All right. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. I like I enjoy that. Like that's one big it's aliens piece of artwork. That yeah. That they like to push, and I'm like, mm, well, that's, not really, it, but that's fun. It is, yeah. It's like the little plane. It's like plane where they're just like, it's a plane. I'm like, it's a fish. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, exactly. It's clearly a fish. Like, I, it's, maximum extruder in chat said, like, yeah, that's very Western European centric ideology. Yeah, to, to say yeah. something that is a fish looks like a plane, or right. these depictions of water or corn look like it's a spaceship. Right, like, yeah. And it's like, no, that's just corn. <laughs> that's just... And then, like, again, there's some things that are just so, like, wild. Like, the that medieval painting where the guy's, like, pointing up in the sky just at, like, a crazy UFO. Or, like, a lot of yeah. the, like, cave paintings that just look totally wild and look like aliens. Yeah. Like, I'm okay with that. Yeah, no, those aren't okay. I'll find one of those. But I don't think those are from Maya. They're, like, from somewhere else. But still. Even a lot of the ones where they're like, it's a spacesuit. And I'm like, why would aliens have a spacesuit? Yeah. Like, none of them, none of the aliens, none of them have spacesuits. <laughs> like, that's not the case. Like, they don't look like that. Mm-mm. I mean, at least I don't think they, uh, my guess is they don't. Yeah, I think it's, like, people try to latch onto the idea that, like, in every civilization your their god or their gods are depicted as coming from the sky right which is suspicious for so space which is suspicious enough on its own <laughs> like, yeah you don't need to like stretch it it's like yeah that is pretty interesting that it's always and then that like you know in certain civilizations 
certain gods are associated with planets. And then in other ones, they have a lot of the sim- a lot of similar attributes, which, which honestly could be from trade or like some sort of overlap there in communication. Right. But it's still like, it, it's interesting that, that these things were sussed out in a very similar way and in very different places. No, absolutely. Um, so this one, this isn't from a Mayan one, but I'm just pretty much showing you an example of what like looks like an alien and is weird. Or it could be someone hallucinating. I believe this is Aboriginal from Australia. But um, yeah, like that looks messed up. That looks like an alien. I don't know. Like if we're going to go ancient alien-wise, like it looks more like an alien than this guy. Like, and that's like a depiction of their gods. They're like, this, he also like sky people. And I'm just oh, like... Oh, okay. It just came up on my screen. Yeah. That is horrifying. Yeah, I'm just so like... So that is... That's Aboriginal. I believe it's Aboriginal art. Yeah. So if you, if someone were to Google like Aboriginal art, it's a, the Australian Aboriginal image of when Wandinja describes a power source. Says uh, Kimberly, people believe that the Wandinja undertook creative journeys which left the land and all living matter in its present form. Oh, so it was so like they, they went like on a astral trip? journey. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. So that's that, that's interesting. Uh, but anyway, like if I was to, I don't know. I feel like if you were a like ancient person and you were trying to really depict something that was like out of this world you'd be like whoa it's this like glowing thing like it's still what's crazy about the whole mayan thing though is that they were so technologically advanced and astrology and all this other stuff and that's what's again suspicious is that they were so technologically advanced and yet they were literally fighting people with spears yeah they were very a very developed culture like like we mentioned earlier they had roads that connected all of these cities yeah they had like giant walls they had just it was just so much going on there that, and so well developed that it didn't didn't totally make sense i guess yeah well and i i think that too dawn seeker it could be psychedelic art but there is a tie to people who go on psychedelic trips and see aliens which is messed up that's a whole other episode that could be a whole other a whole other chat. Like psychedelic trips, because I have a book that is about a guy who ate some mushroom and went on a psychedelic trip in like to ancient Egypt and he like said facts about this pharaoh that oh were God. actually true and he would not have known otherwise. That's so messed up. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. I it's just weird. It's just weird. But like, yeah, there's people who have done um I think it's DMT or um ayahuasca, which is in a South American thing as well so it's possible it could have made its way over to what was it guatemala where the mayans were they could have been tripping on like whatever yeah it's totally possible but there's still there's still like even if it is just hallucinations the link of this like common hallucination of these alien people is still weird and i still think it's weird oh yeah it's like all these things like even with like mentioned earlier different mythologies like all the overlaps are just very it's a big coincidence yeah. Oh my god, Nebula Coffee said their architecture was so durable that when the conquistadors but fuck them, by the way. Like wow. Mm-hmm. It's just it's like if there was a history, it was like assholes, it would just be a picture of like Captain Cook or whoever. That wasn't a conquistador, I can't remember the name. Regardless. He, Captain Cook was Australia. That's why I was confused. Anyway, they uh tried to knock over their holy places and they couldn't, and they just were like, let's just bury it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, the primordial flood myth? Yeah, that's that's like everywhere. That's like a whole... Wait, what's that? I mean, like the, just the fact... Yeah, like the Bible flood, like is like there's... Oh. It, it crosses... It's like dragons. Like there's a version of it like everywhere. I didn't know that. I didn't know that that was something like, that was in, like in every... I'd have to look it up because like, I don't have all the... I don't know that much about it. I've just heard it in passing. 
Um, so that's definitely something we could talk about in like a future episode. But there's there's a lot of um, overlap for the whole like primordial flood thing, including in Egypt, where they think that the Sphinx is older than they think it is now because the Sphinx has water damage. And water oh. damage shouldn't have been possible when the Sphinx was built. So they think the Sphinx is like 10,000 years old. And they think it used to be a lion. And if they carved down the head, because the head's so tiny compared to the body, they think that a, yeah. another Egyptian pharaoh literally carved down the head from whatever it was before into a person. So they actually, and there is proof that there is water damage on it. Like, it's 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 there. Like, it has water damage from like 10,000 years ago. Yeah. I had no idea. And one of the, the, like, one dude, I think his name is Hawass. He's, like, the original, like, guy who's always doing the Egyptian, like, shows and stuff. I think it has something to, like, do with the government where they didn't want to, like, talk about that or something. But you can literally, like, I can, I'm sure I can find it. Hold on. It's there. Like, not to go to Egypt all the way from South America. No, I mean, that's interesting. I mean, just, like, I think a lot of things are connected or have similar strange occurrences. Yeah. So I think it's interesting to kind of talk about that as well like i i had no idea that it had water damage on it that's insane like, yeah it says it's a hypothesis oh it's on reddit unsolved mysteries nice Ooh, nice nice i can read you what it says posted by deleted six years ago the general consensus among egyptologists is that the sphinx was constructed somewhere between 2520 bc and 2494 bc they also agreed that egyptian civilization began in 3100 bc However, there are a handful of Egyptologists, geologists, and historians who suggest otherwise. They believe the weathering on the Sphinx's enclosure, enclosure walls is indicative of water erosion rather than the commonly accepted belief that it was caused by sand and wind. If the weathering were caused by water erosion, it is so extensive that it could only be attributed to thousands of years of rainfall. Funny thing oh, is, wow. where the Sphinx is located is, is bone dry now as it was in 2500 BC when it was supposedly built. In fact, the area has only experienced an average annual rainfall of one inch since the old kingdom. Wow, that sucks. <laughs> Circa 2686 to 2134 BC, Egypt's last period of significant rainfall ended between the late 4th and early 3rd millennium BC. If the weathering was caused by water erosion, the Sphinx must have been built during the 6th or 5th millennium BC at the earliest. And yeah, it says if the water erosion theory is true, it must be that Egypt is way older than we think. And... um. And in the case of the Leo constellation theory, which is what they think, like, lines up with it, I guess, for, like, different years, then it would have to be t almost 10,000 years old. That just blows my mind. Like, that is so old. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's a theory, obviously. Right. And the Unsolved Mysteries, <laughs> the next, I mean, take it with a grain of salt, the next article is the mystery surrounding Britney Spears. So, <laughs> um, you have my interest peaked. <laughs> What is the mystery? I don't know, but if you look at her Instagram, it's wild. I'm like, I just, I like want to give her a hug. I feel really bad for her. Oh no! The only thing I know about her is her son. Doesn't her son really love Dragon Ball Z? Yeah, like, he that's does. All I know. He does, and I just, I feel bad for her. But anyway, oh, I feel like just maybe being a public figure just made her absolutely miserable. Probably, yeah, that's, fair. Yeah, that's <laughs> probably true. Yeah, the real spooky Saturday is what's happening to Britney Spears. The true spookiness is where did where did Britney Spears go? Where did she go? Is she okay? Is she okay? Does she need a hug? Britney, we're here for you. Hugs for Britney. Hugs for Britney, yeah. Yeah, Angkor Wat's really interesting too. 
God, it's just there's and it's like because of all of our new technology, we're coming up with all these new theories and things. I my personal theory after watching all this Mayan show and how we're just like it's 2020 and we're like, uh oh, we didn't know about any of this is like I feel like a lot of ancient civilizations are a lot older than we think they are, like way older. And I feel like they're a lot bigger and they were a lot more technologically advanced, like not like computers, but like they were just smart. And they were, I mean, they were, they clearly knew what they were doing. They were thriving. So they had to like cure diseases and things like that. Like they had to have had some sort of understanding of that. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Cause it's interesting. Cause I guess the, the last city that they found was they said 2000 years old. And I think a lot of the Mayan structures are like 1500 years mm-hmm. old. So that would mean that you know, the start of the Mayan civilization, like you said, is probably older than they originally thought. And that would kind of account for how far they they had come before they had kind of not really dissolved, but yeah. like left where they had been. But yeah, and then that makes you wonder, like, how developed did these civilizations get before they like completely dissolved? Right. Where, how far are we going to get before we completely dissolve? No, exactly, dissolve? exactly. There was one other thing that I was going to look up because there is and there's again like this is again another thing we could is there's like a bunch of similar symbols in South America, North America and everywhere that all of these ancient cultures had put on things. Like, and they like they are the same. Like I can't remember which one it is. Oh, hold on. Which might I mean, who knows? They might have just had like it could be like shared consciousness or something like who knows. We're all tripping on the same stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Probably. Like, here's an example. Like, dolmens are everywhere. And it's interesting. Then, like, hands. Yeah, yes, of course. People had hands. What else are they going to do? Everyone had hands. Everyone had ha- hands. Um, yeah, the Sphinx. I'm trying to find the right one. Unless. <laughs> Everyone has hands. So of course, they... Yeah, well, it's like spirals are really, like, popular. Here's one. I'll show you guys. This is, like, the closest example I can find. It's good enough. Like, that's what, it's just, like, how the pyramids are everywhere. Like, here's, mm-hmm. like, how spirals are everywhere. Like, pyramids, spirals, like, a lot of these similar symbols. So, it's, like, I do wonder if, again, we thought that they, we didn't think they were that advanced, but they could have literally been visiting each other. Like, we don't know. Mm. Like, we don't, they could have gotten a lot farther. It's, like, oh, like, the Nazca lines. Like, they could have had something, like, a hot air balloon or something that could fly. And maybe they... There were spirals in the Mayan art, mm-hmm. too. Do you remember the sun god? Yeah. He had what apparently a uh, characteristic of art of the sun god was he had spiral eyes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Tsar Nicholas. That's true. Yeah. The the Incan architecture didn't use mason. It didn't use mortar, but was perfectly cut to fit together. That's a, That's pretty advanced. Yeah. Yeah. Parallel thinking. That's it. That's what it's called. Yes. But yeah, I think that's super cool. But that's kind of something I was lo- I was thinking of when I was looking at all of those, all of the Mayan stuff. I was just like, there's got to be like something that we just, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe it's like Stargate. Ooh, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe there's just a Stargate. Okay, it's possible. But um, it's possible. But yeah, so in the show, pretty much they show you, they show you where they go into the tombs. They show you that they're finding like walls. They show you that they're finding. You could, they show you that they go into the caves, again, caves, spooky caves, and that they literally just threw bodies in the caves. They're like, let's just toss them. Well, it was a lot of that they talked about specifically with the cenotes, which were the caves. Yeah. Um, they were what the Mayans considered were the underworld. Yes. Which I thought was kind of horrifying because they would go down in these caves and 
in some cases, they mined further in it for materials, which for them would be like taking sacred materials with which to build the, their pyramids. Mm-hmm. But they, and they also went down there and, you know, sacrificed, they had sacrifices down there. They had, they would break pottery. They would do different things for the gods. Yeah. But these caves went really deep and really far and they've only explored so many of them. There are more of these that have not been discovered that they're starting to discover. And in one of those episodes, they went into one that was like adjacent to Chichen Itza because they believe that there's one under Chichen Itza that they can access from another one, but they haven't found the entrance to it yet. And can you imagine what might be under there? Yeah. And they said they won't, underneath that, they won't let them, um, they won't let them dig under Chichen Itza. Yeah. So they have to find like the adjacent one. It makes sense though, because if something ever happened to that, that's like the prime tourist, I feel like, spot for it's like a well maintained pyramid. It's huge. Yeah. Which I always worry about that. Cause if you think about how many people like how many tourists and everybody like walk on that and wear it down, I don't know. I feel like we're gonna destroy everything. Like for yeah. sure. Just Well it's like there, there's one of those in China too. There's like a tomb of some king that they can't open because of like historical reasons. But they think that there's inside of it, there's like legend to be a river of mercury or like some crazy what? ancient thing where they like built a river of mercury, but it's like the same thing. That's wild. Oh, yeah. I saw that, that the Incans actually, yeah, had joining rods made of metal in the stone. That's really cool. Um, yeah. I guess in, in the show, they also unearthed what they believed was a Mayan queen. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Which was pretty cool. It's just different, like, little discoveries. Like, they're, and it's just so crazy, like, to have to go through the jungle like that. I feel like that in itself would be terrifying. Well, I think that's also why they didn't find it so soon because no one's going to go out there. I mean, like they're, they're wearing, they're all wearing those like snake shins. Like they're all wearing those Yeah, I know, I saw that. I was like, they're wearing those like snake boots and just like, they're like ready to like get bit by something nasty. Like that's, that's, yeah, that's scary. So they got their snake boots on. Do you remember there was one episode where they lowered a guy down into a cave and he was like, hang on, I had my face attacked by wasps. I need an adrenaline yes, yeah, shot yeah. so I can get back at it. Yes. And I was like, oh. Yeah, he was just like, I'm just going to go back. I'm like, uh-oh. That doesn't seem fun at all. It's very treacherous. Very, yeah, very, yeah. It was seemed treacherous. And that's why, like, now they're doing all this archaeology and stuff like that. But it's just like, there's not that much that they can they can do outside, especially the rainy season, too. They have a rainy season mm-hmm. where they, like, literally can't do work. So it's almost, like, impossible for them to excavate these things all the time. So it's not surprising that they hadn't found them before. But, yeah, so that was our that was our Mayan adventure. It's not fun. Mm-hmm. It was very fun. But I just, I don't know. My most interesting takeaway was that it, that, that, that weird top topography laser thingy looked like Mars. <laughs> That's what I took away from it. Well, it's that, and it's like, can you th- think of all of the just, like, overgrown areas yeah. of just the world? And, like, they said in the one episode about the caves, they felt like the caves were kind of one of the areas that have not been explored probably universally. Yeah. Caves, we've only done a percentage of, just like the ocean. Mm-hmm. He compared it to the ocean and how vast these underground tunnels possibly are and yeah. we just don't know we just haven't gotten that far yeah man nebula coffee has actually been to the amazon i've wanted to go to, that'd be ah! so cool and they said it's incredibly dangerous and when i was there our guide had to have a gun because of the wildlife 
Oh, for sure. It's scary. Yes, uh, yes, Kranitz. Gateways to the Underworld, the caves are gateways to the Underworld. I just found that very fascinating because I have a problem with caves now. <laughs> now. And the fact that they were like, this is the Underworld. And, it, and it, it is probably scary. You're walking along. Yeah. And there's a giant gaping hole into darkness. And you're like, well, I guess that's hell. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And then someone just like, or like, you know, someone just falls in. Yeah. And like that's no, when people go in. missing. They just fall in. Like. I mean that 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 graphic of the of the caves and people going missing like doesn't make me feel any better cuz it's like okay maybe they I don't know if they were abducted by aliens but like I think falling into a cave is worse the cave can't put you back no when i was in high school like my my high school was just like there and then across the street and up the hill there was a an on a, a cave, just a cave, and you could go look in it, and it's just like down into bottomless darkness. Like anybody no. could just like wander in there and never come back. Like they're everywhere. No, I hate that. The underworld. Plumpton bronze, bon, bronze bottoms of the Aztecs believe that their people originated from an underground world. That's interesting. Instead of a flying like in the sky world. Ooh. Yeah, that's cool. That is really cool. That's super cool. Didn't know that. Yeah. Well, to take a detour from our Mayan escapades, which again, we watched, what did we watch? It was on, the, on Disney Plus. It was the, what was it called? So you guys can watch it if you want. It's really interesting. The Lost Treasures of the Maya, which is a National Geographic show yeah. since Disney owns that now. Yes, apparently. <laughs> watch everything. And uh, they don't talk about ancient aliens or anything like that, but they do talk about, you know, their their knowledge of the stars. They talk about like they're not like what they say is the underworld and that their gods are like from the sky and all that. But yeah, it was definitely worth a, a watch, a really fun, interesting kind of thing just to just to sit and just especially the caves. Those were spooky. Those were really spooky. Yeah. And they spend a long time on this because of how sacred those were to the Maya and I find that very horrifying. Yeah. Very scared. Yeah, that was scary. So, if you want to watch that, that's that's good. It was fun. It was interesting. And it's some history that, like, I feel like is mysterious and spooky Saturday worthy. But, you know, we don't actually know the answers. I don't know. Do you think they were actually visited by aliens? Like, I think they saw aliens for sure. Like, I think they saw UFOs and were like, oh, shit. Like, this is real. Oh, no. I guess they're gods or something. Like, I think they saw them. I don't think they taught them things. I think they just saw them and were like, oh, shit's in the sky. Let's, like pay this pay attention to this yeah part of me wants to believe that they were assisted in some way in learning how to like create cement and build pyramids and things like that but also i agree i feel like maybe it was something they viewed from a distance but i think there would be sort of a different mythology if an alien came down and was like here is a tool yeah yeah build this like i I think it would be a bit different because they weren't i mean they weren't dumb they were very smart, right. and so they were very smart. So, like, that's what I feel like. There would have been a little bit more of a literal translation than like this guy's in a spaceship. I'm like, he's not. He's clearly yeah. not. It's <laughs> he's not. not. You're reaching. Like you're reaching, and like, but there's enough weird stuff with this to where like you can probably. It's like I think like the one of the weirdest ones, not Mayan, but is like um, oh, what was it? It's the uh, the Mesopotamian like or like the whole story of um. Because they're, I don't know, their gods are like flaming spheres. And I'm just like, okay, that's, I'm <laughs> like, when anyone's a flaming sphere, I'm like, that's, that's really suspicious. Because that's almost literally what a UFO is. So, like, they're like wheels of fire. Or even, yeah, and even in, like, the Bible, it says things that, like, people, like, came in on a wheel of fire. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, wheel of fire sounds like 
that sounds like someone in the ancient days, how they would describe seeing like a UFO. Oh, for sure. That makes sense. Because it's just like, oh, you see a wheel of fire. Like, Well, that's like that, um, you've mentioned that medieval. Yeah, yes, from, from Denmark. Yeah, and they're like, it's shapes. We're like, f- like f- throwing lights at each other. And it's just like, you don't know what this is. And this sounds like craziness. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So those sorts of things I find to be more credible than necessarily people being like, that guy's in a spaceship. And he's not in a spaceship. I'm sorry. Like, it's, he's just died. He's just dead. <laughs> yeah, the UFOs hidden, that's what we're talking about, Kranitz, is the ones that are in Renaissance and biblical paintings. Like, those I feel are more, yeah. And then against the Bible, the book that says God killed a whole city for being gay. I feel like that was added. I feel like someone, like, someone had an agenda, ancient agenda. I have never heard of that. It was like, yeah, there's Sodom and Gomorrah. Isn't that what it is? Is that what that is? I mean, that's Sodom. Sodomy. Oops. Oh. I don't know. I did, you know, I was raised in a Southern Baptist church, but (laughs) I never paid attention. So that's fair. Yeah, he did. Yeah, they did do that. I don't know. The, the Bible's weird, but I feel like it's a really old text, and old texts have some gems in them, like flaming wheels and things like that. Or even like when the when the, um like in the, I think it's in the Old Testament when they were fleeing Egypt, they followed like a fire in the sky, like they followed like a burning cloud or something. And I'm just like, oh, isn't this a burning bush? Isn't there's there another burning, burning bush. bush and I'm just like, this all these things on fire. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, history's weird. It's a weird thing. So it is. I was going to share with you guys this this book. I got a book from. I went over to Vashon Island here in the Pacific Northwest. It was very pretty, and I got a comic book that contains the 1947 Maury Island incident, which I had never heard of, which is apparently one of the first modern UFO sightings, and it's shown in this sweet comic book. It says UFO in outer space. Also, for some reason, for some reason, uh, there's a Daredevil comic in here. <laughs> so, yes, like, it talks amazing. about aliens, and then all of a sudden it's like, hey, do you guys want a Daredevil? You're not paying any attention anymore? This Daredevil comic. And I'm like, what? So it's UFO into outer space. It's a conf- and there's a confusing mix of Star Wars and, like, Marvel and, like, Hanna-Barbera characters. So I don't know what... I don't know what that's about. And Daredevil. It's, but and it's Daredevil. not Marvel. It's called Whitman Comics. I don't know enough about comics. To, yeah, and it's sweet after sea monkeys. Yeah. Look at those sea monkeys. They're so not going to be happy <laughs> like that. <laughs> so anyway, it has an illustrated... There's also the Virginia Giant. Oh, what is that? I've never heard of this. I, I, I says, what do they want? To explore Earth? To settle here? To warn us? That's from Whoa. 1974, by the way. Apparently Whoa. the Virginia Giant is an alien. And then it stops oh. and it stops talking about Daredevil. <laughs> maybe he's a da- maybe he's an alien. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Now, I think Daredevil's dealing with aliens now. No, that was just an ad for Daredevil. <laughs> I'm thinking of Star Wars. Here it is. The Maury Island incident. Are we being told the truth? <laughs> and the Maury Island incident? I'm not going to read the comic. Um, I'm going to read you guys the article about the Maury Island incident because it's it's easier to see and I don't have to hold this up because I feel like then Kayla can't see it. But I will read you what it's about. So if you can see the Maury Island incident, are we being told the truth? Whoa, UFOs. And this is from 74, which I think that by itself is pretty interesting. Yeah. And the flying saucers just look like flying saucers again. Like it's very like typical. But it's cool that they made a comic out of a 
And this here happened here in the Pacific Northwest. So the Maury Island incident was June 21st, 1947, and refers to claims made by Fred Chrisman and Harold Dahl of falling, of falling debris and threats by men in black following sightings of unidentified flying objects in the sky over Maury Island and Puget Sound. Most of what is speculated comes from a report by Kenneth Arnold, an aviator who had claimed to see several UFOs in the area around that time. Oh, it is the first UFO sighting ever recorded. Chrisman and Dahl claimed to Arnold that they were harbor patrolmen on a workboat near Maury Island and that they saw six donut-shaped objects in the sky. According to Chrisman and Dahl, one of the objects dropped a substance that resembled lava or white metal onto their boat, breaking a worker's arm and killing a dog. Dahl also claimed he was later approached by a man in a dark suit and told not to talk about the incident. And this was in 1940... What is it? 1947? Yeah, 1947, which is crazy! While even the claim that Chrisman and Dahl were harbor patrolmen is now believed to be false, Arnold was convinced by their story and contacted an Air Force intelligence officer who flew in along with another from California. The officers concluded the the metal objects were aluminum and not of interest. They did not reveal this to Arnold, however, to avoid embarrassing him. The officers then died in a crash on their way back to California. Mm, Suspicious. The FBI then proceeded to investigate this case and concluded that Chrisman and Dahl's sightings were a hoax. In their files, they noted that Dahl stated that if questioned by the authorities, he was going to say it was a hoax because he did not want any further trouble over the matter. The files also detailed a few alternate stories communicated by Chrisman and Dahl to local newspapers and other media outlets and concluded that they had contacted a variety of publications in the hope of building up their story through publicity to a point where they could make a profitable deal with a fantasy magazine. <laughs> which, oh my god. That's, which is also amazing. Raymond A. Palmer, who is often credited with inventing the concept of the UFO, I didn't know that, I don't know who this is, began Fate magazine in 1948 with a cover story by Arnold on his investigation of the Mari incident, as well as his nearby alleged UFO sightings. The pair also wrote the book, The Coming of the Saucers. The story was later retold in Gary Baker's 1956 book, They Knew Too Much About Flying Saucers, which helped to popularize the image of men in black in mainstream culture. Okay, we need to find that book. Yeah, what is it called? It's called the 1956 book, They Knew Too Much About Flying Saucers. That's pretty amazing. It's like the book called Don't Look Up. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, yes, it's on Amazon. Yes. They knew too much. They knew too much. That's great. It's an old vintage book, too, which I find, like, really fascinating. Ooh, I found a reprint. Okay, yeah, so the reprint's not expensive. It's not bad. In 2017, Washington State Senate passed a resolution acknowledging the 70th anniversary of the incident. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah, so, I mean, this is one of those things that was so long ago. Totally possible it was a hoax. Totally possible it has some, some basis in reality. Like, maybe they did see something and they were just like, oh, man, we should, like, like, talk about this, you know? Right. That's interesting. I had never, when you found that, I was like, I have no idea what this is even. What is this incident? And my favorite part about this comic is right here, which is just amazing. And someone, they actually publish cases that people sent into them to this comic, which like, I want to find more because they literally like people sent them like fact or fiction stories and they publish them in the comics. And this says case number three, a tear-shaped white glowing object was seen on March 20th, 1973 by a young New Hampshire couple. It's coming down over here. You can still see the light. It must be terribly bright. I'll bet it's landed in the gravel pit. It couldn't be that flare. That would have been east. I tell you, it was in the west. And he's like calling someone. And then it says, could a flare set off 100 miles away in the east appear as a tear-shaped object a quarter mile to the west? 
The case remains a puzzle. <laughs> and then there's case number four. Another puzzle in UFO research is the September 10th, 1973 sighting by a Georgia farmer. He saw a bright golden egg fall from the sky. And then it's the Georgia farmer says, it's brimstone from heaven. <laughs> Wait, is that where that would come from? I guess. A few <laughs> hours later, a University of Georgia chemist investigated the spot where the egg had touched the ground for a few seconds. It feels hot. This looks burnt. Although he did not rule out the possibility of hoax, it contains high concentrates of copper and chromium. It could be from a UFO. On September 14th, another farmer in the area spotted a golden object as big as your head. Did you get it? He's, shoot- he's shooting it in this, by the way. Oh did my you God. get it? Of course. Don't know. Don't even know what it was. Just gotta shoot it. Whatever yeah. it is. And then at the bottom, this is my favorite part. It says, who sees UFOs? People of every description from every walk of life. Have you seen a UFO? We'd like to hear Ooh. about it. Write to UFO Periodical Division, Western Publishing Co. Incorporated, 853rd Avenue, New York, New York, 10022. Tell us your name, age, and occupation, the date and time, location of the sighting, and a description of what you saw. Some of the reporters sent in by our readers. Some of the reports sent in by our readers will appear in upcoming issues of UFO Flying Saucers. So people sent in real real sightings to this comic book and they made them into comics that is amazing isn't that awesome i want to revive this right like it's so good this is the coolest so it's like the like people would people would send in the comics and they would just like draw them and then sometimes i guess dale daredevil would appear i don't know <laughs> <laughs> like where can we put uh daredevil yeah. in, in this story but i just thought that was so interesting that is really interesting and this has like it has like yeah, it has a very different Maury Island incident sort of thing, like weird. I don't know. Well, no, the me- it shows the metal pieces, but then they're just like, oh, oh yeah, no, the people were killed. Okay, so like the people were killed on the way back, and that's again, I was like, mm, suspicious. They also think that's suspicious, right? Yeah, that they got like you were killed in a plane crash, and the plane the, the plane crash was purely coincidental, and someone was like, the plane was sabotaged. They say it right here. You can see. It. So the plane was sabotaged. Like I knew it. I like the sensationalism. Oh yeah, this. this is beautiful. It's clearly sensational. Um. So yeah. Anyway, there's that. I thought that was great and fascinating. Um. Apparently, back in the day, they illustrated your UFO stories, which again, I really wish they would do now. Yeah, I I want to hear more UFO stories in general, like from everybody. I'm interested in this teardrop-shaped one. That's new. That's very new. Yeah. I know. I love the art in these, two. Also, if you want an authentic Star Wars t-shirt. Oh. <laughs> authentic Star Wars t-shirt. Uh, may the force be with you. Cut this out and mail it in to somewhere else in New York. I remember when I was younger, that would be like you could order something. I'm like, you just... <laughs> like... I don't know. I just would not trust that. No. I guess that's what you do when you order shit online, but I'm just like mailing a check and expecting something to come back to me sounds no. insane. I just, I can't. No. Oh, this one's a t-shirt and poster if you send it in. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. That's a sweet deal. How much is it? How much? It was, uh, hold on. Let me see. How much money do you have to send in? Enclosed check or money. Did we, does it not say? I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> just give us some money. Hold on. Oh, we'll send it to oh. you. Oh, it's only $5.50. For a shirt and a poster? No, that's only for the shirt. The poster, oh. hold on. I mean, the poster and the shirt was. Oh no, this is a this is a solar powered toy. I don't know what that is. Whoa! No, that's pretty futuristic. Five dollars and fifty cents. Oh, the, oh, the shirt's and the first. Be the first to own the official Star Wars watch. 
Whoa. Yeah. For those of you listening on podcast form, it's these are all just imagine these vintage drawings. <laughs> the Star Wars watch, you can't even tell what is on the watch, but it's $20. It's like 1975. That is an expensive watch. It is expensive. If the shirt was five fifty, right? Yeah, be like what a like sixty dollar watch now. I guess, yeah. Oh, and here's something for an Atari. Sick, sick. Like, you know, like look at look how happy that there's a kid sitting in front of a happy Atari. The two thousand winners win a win a Sears cartridge telegame system. You know what's funny? I own this. I have this oh telegame God. system. I have oh it right now in my attic. It used to be my grandparents, and we used to play it all the time. A Sears That's telegame system. Yeah, it played everything because that was before they, like, copyrighted all the games. Well, and if you think, okay, tying this back a little bit to, to the Mayans in a way, think of how far we've come in such a short amount of time since then. I know. Like, when... when well, that's the, other, that's the other thing that's upsetting, and that always upsets me. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, we, for, like, 10,000 years, we were just fucking around with blocks. Like, what? What? <laughs> And then we suddenly got computers. What happened? Yeah. And then now look how far those computers have come in like 50 years. Yeah. It's like, okay, we got computers. That's cool. Wait. (laughs) Wait. Wait. Shouldn't we have like had that? I mean, I don't know. Like, does it really take like 5,000 years for us to get computers? Like, I guess we don't have any other examples, so we don't know. I really do believe like that has to be a product of not aliens directly influencing, but Alien, like discovering alien technology and using it to advance our own. Like there's just no, it's just insane. Yeah. Like how, how advanced, I don't know. People are, I, I know like last time I mentioned that everybody was like, but people are smart. And I'm like, that's fine. People, people are smart, but I feel like, I don't know. I feel like the whole like tech explosion again, how did, that's just suspicious to me. Maybe it's just it me, is. but I feel like it's suspicious. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, it also something like, maybe something like antibiotics helped. <laughs> I'm sure that made a big difference because if people live longer, then they become smarter. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, that's true, Ashley. I don't think there's ever just one reason for anything like this. I think it probably has a lot to do with like, it probably has a lot to do with like the advancements in medicine and the advancements in technology and all of that. But I also think maybe it was aliens. Agree. And I think it's more fun to think. Yeah. I don't know. That's part of why I enjoy a lot of these alien cryptid theories is like, that's more delightful yeah for it's me. like i could easily i could easily <laughs> dust this away and say you know it's like oh science <laughs> like like you know but it's not as fun it's not as fun to speculate egyptians did have some med- a lot of people a lot of ancients had medical knowledge actually yes yeah, science is fun but like and history is fun and all that is fun but it's also fun to speculate that there might be some spooky things just like floating around in there like i don't know we talk a lot about interesting conspiracy theories on here that like I feel like it's fun to muse about them and things like that. It's like, and it's not, it's a good thing to look at all evidence and to, you know, take, look at things as, look at all of the evidence, look at every angle and look at every opinion just because it's, it's a more interesting way to live. Yeah. So, and it's like, um, but then there's like people that are just, it's just out there. So you have to like know when to just be like, okay, we're just, this is clearly fiction. We're just going to have, like, a moment where we can enjoy this, but, like, whoa. Like, this time I took an Uber, and the guy in the Uber here in Washington told me that Mount Rainier was a hologram. And I was like, what? I was like, sir, you can drive there. (laughs) I didn't say that because he was driving me, and I was worried, like, we were going to crash somewhere. But he was literally, like, I was with friends, and we were like, wow, yeah, like, 
let's go to there one. Let's go to Mount Rainier one day. And then he was like, he was like, I hate to tell you guys, but that, you know, I just couldn't keep it to myself. But that was a, that's a hologram. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and we all just immediately were like, Ugh. that is amazing. Yeah. I want to, I want to know Tried this man's Google life. Try to it. There's nothing anywhere. This was his own theory. This was, I found no other Mount Rainier is, I know you can climb it. I know. I'm like, you can, dude, you can <laughs> drive there. But, but it could be like a Star Trek hologram exactly. where you can interact see, with it. That's when it becomes fun to speculate. Like, what if it was? This sounds like a pretty sick sci-fi book, right? Or what if it is like... It's actually a physical structure. There's just a hologram cloaking it to look like a mountain. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. See? See, we can run with this, even though it's from nowhere and just came from an Uber driver. I am obsessed with it now. <laughs> Thank you. No, I don't think- What if like, all mountains are holograms? I don't think- <laughs> I don't think this guy, like- Like, I, I feel like we would have known if he was, like, trolling us. It was, like, this guy, like, the Uber was, like, uh, like- definitely like an old suv i was like this this is legit this guy believes this i love it yeah like and you couldn't find anything on it like no like there's nothing it was just this guy's theory that's why i was just like whoa boy i want to get out of this uber <laughs> i want to find this guy and be like please tell me tell me where My this guess comes is from he doesn't want to be found <laughs> if he's worried that mount rainier is a hologram uh but anyway it's like things like that. It's just like, it's like, this has no basis in reality, but it's fun to talk about it and think about it. Because who knows? I don't know. I'm not going to say anything isn't true. It's likely it's not, but. Right. You know? I love I love everyone in the chat just being like, leaving the Uber. I would <laughs> yeah. stay in that Uber, sir. Well, we stayed in the like... Uber. We wrote it out. It's just, we got real quiet after he told <laughs> us that Mount Rainier was a hologram. Because I wanted to be like, you can drive there. You could you could climb it. You can yeah, interact see, with is it. That, is that your OC, Kranitz? This is what if the caves in South and Central America are actually ancient mines worked by alien drones? Who knows? They could be. Who knows? That's an interesting theory. Yeah. I mean, what do you even say? You don't say anything because you're this person is driving you. Yeah. I mean, fair. It's kind of scary when people who are like holding your life yeah. in their hands are just like, did you know that giant mountain is a hologram? We could probably drive through it if we wanted to. I feel like I should have, I should have like pressed and been like, "Are we talking like a Star Trek hologram? Like, what are we talking about here?" Right, right. Because <laughs> I mean, yeah, Star Trek holograms. Yeah. There are other. Is, are we talking? Are we talking Star Trek hologram? or Are we talking Force hologram? Yeah, from Star Wars. Yeah, like there's, I don't know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of options here. Is what I'm saying. But anyway, there's my, there's another fun, like, encounter with, like, oh, this doesn't sound like a real conspiracy theory, but I find it fascinating. Oh, yeah, I'm into it. Yeah, That is true. Update. Uh, I have plans to attend the Bigfoot yes. convention this year, which was not happening, but is now happening, oh my God. apparently. <laughs> the guy, like, last year was like, I will not be holding a convention next year. And then a week ago, there was an event on Facebook, so it's happening. <laughs> Someone so else to go is putting to it. it on. I think it's the same guy, because I if, if, you, if people in the chat don't know this, I work at a wildlife center, and we do, we have educational an ambassador animals that go out on programs. And he actually contacted us. Oh my us God, yes. Because he wanted... Yes, he wanted us to bring two specific animals. Mm -hmm. And he said, he said, these animals I'm requested are for a very specific <laughs> reason in which I can go into detail of if you so request. Like, he was like, if you want me to tell you why, I yes. will tell you. 
he wanted an education bear, okay. which does not exist. <laughs> And an education owl. Which, th- those exist. Yes, we do have owls, but I was like, nobody's going to take a bear no. to, that is not a thing. No. Education bears, like, hey, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so my my coworker messaged him back and was like, yeah, we don't have bears, but we, I mean, we have owls. And he's. Tr- I think he's trying to figure out if we're going to go. And, I mean, I'm going to attend just because. Yeah, but, but you if, could go for work. Yeah, take an owl there. And, like, he would. He did, I think he did ask the guy to elaborate on why these specific animals, but I don't know that he's heard back yet. But my guess would be like, this is a bear. Sometimes you can mistake That's this big, for but Bigfoot. Yeah, like have the bear like walk. Like what's he Yeah. Like? I'm like, I guess in his mind, he's like, they probably have a bear and they could probably tell it to stand on two legs or something. And I'm like, okay, buddy. Oh my God. <laughs> and I the, the owl thing I could get, because we were talking about this, because we were like, owls, like... We don't have a barn owl, but barn owls straight up look like aliens. Yeah, they're spooky AF. (laughs) Yeah. They make awful noises. Yeah, they, like, make horrible screeching noises. Their babies straight up look like aliens. Yeah. Especially, like, when they're babies, like, their faces, you see their faces and how far out they stick out. And it's really horrifying. not wrong. But, like, the, so I guess, like, any owl, you hear it. Maybe it sounds like a Bigfoot. I don't know. Like, (laughs) yeah. I, I feel, I, I don't know. If I hear this guy's explanation, I will tell you, but I thought that was hilarious. No, that's amazing. When is the Bigfoot convention? Uh, I believe it's in the spring. Nice. So in a couple months. And it's at a different venue than it was the first time I attended, which I told Holly about. It was held in a convention center, which was a giant room. And they had the vendors around the outside of the room. And in the center of the room, they had a projector, but they didn't realize if they wanted to show things on the projector, they would have to turn the lights off in the entire room. So it was dark, and you were, you had to use flashlights to look at the vendor's goods, which included a piece of actual Bigfoot hair. Yeah. Which I looked at, nice. and it looked like horse hair. I think I sent you a picture of it. Oh, you did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, this lady, which I regret every moment of my of my life, I regret not buying this mug this lady was selling with a picture of Bigfoot on it, which literally was just a picture of the woods. You couldn't see anything. But if that lady is there, I'm going to get that mug and I'll send it to you. I'll get you one because it's just well, like... I was thinking like, if it's in spring, I should just come visit. We could do a live, live spooky Saturday. Like, here we are at this tiny ass convention. Yeah. Like, with the Squatch and Gals or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, yeah we could... We could uh, then we could wear our vests. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. It'd be fun. It'll be perfect. We have to do oh, it. God. Everyone's like, yes, it'll be so fun. It would be fun. But the best the best part is, like, the people who are just like, here's my photo of Bigfoot. And you, just, you're just like, it's, just, it's just the woods. Yeah, there's nothing in it. And you don't want to be like, where's Bigfoot? You want to be one of the cool people that sees Bigfoot oh, in I the picture him. with them. <laughs> He's right I see there. him. He's right there. Okay. <laughs> Uh, we're going to make the vests, Sunshine Banjos. We're yes. in the process of finding the proper jean vest. It'll be yeah. great. We're going to have cool cool guy vests. Yeah. Be the best. I know. Could we have, like, a booth there? Oh, my God. We, we probably have- could because, uh, like, they had, like, five vendors. One of them was a guy who just went to the local used bookstore and curated only the occult books. <laughs> and that's where I got the mushroom yes. books. So I was like, thank you. Thank you for picking out the books that I want to purchase. That's amazing. Just for me. Yeah. Yeah, he had a lot of good stuff. Maybe, yeah, maybe we could have a booth there and have some, like, Spooky Saturday shirts with, like, Bigfoot on them. Yes. <laughs> Everyone would be like... Or the leggies. 
or the leggies and everyone just be like, what is this? Uh, we don't understand the internet because we're probably just well, from the, the year forest. That I went, <laughs> well, no, the year that I went, a guy came from like Indiana or Idaho or somewhere. I can't remember. And he was just like, here's all the cryptids I've seen. And he like had a book. He was like, what? here's my book. And, and he just had like all of these cryptids from his state. And I was like, this is very interesting. He was a very quiet, weird, well-mannered young man. And I was very interested in his book, but it was wild. Yeah, I want to. Like, I want to go to this. That sounds amazing. We should. Pl- we should plan it. I'll plan to come visit. Yes, because I love when people are passionate about exactly. things like that. It's I know. just fun. They had so much fun. Like there were just like there was a group of female only squatchers. Oh my god! Like, yes. Heck yes! Get it, girl. <laughs> yes. Like thank you. That's amazing. Going squatching. Um, Geraldo Guacamole, there are Bigfoot stealing women for wives. They're called Bigfoot wives. And there is a found footage film about that that is horrifying. And I can't remember what it's called, but just like Google found footage Bigfoot movie. And it's about like these people finding them and they have their like traumatized Bigfoot wives with them. And it's it's not a good time. Yeah, there's quite a few stories about that, actually, of them like taking mates, which I'm just like. There's also a lot of stories about aliens doing that. And I'm like, I feel like this, there's a Venn diagram here. <laughs> yeah. Like, of, where's the of overlap? Like, abduction stories, like taking like gross, creepy, like taking mate stories in the middle. It's just like weird fetish. <laughs> like, <laughs> yep. 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 But it's like, it's not, that's not impossible. I don't feel like, if them, like, I feel like aliens would have a great reason to like wonder about human reproductive whatevers. So. Yeah. Especially if they are actually people from the future coming back to now. Yeah, who knows? To figure out how to reproduce, because they can no more. I don't think humans are going to last that long. <laughs> That's, I like that theory. I, I don't think, I, don't, I do too, but I don't think humans are going to last that long. Like, there's no way. We're so, we're so dumb. <laughs> it's uh, like, there's just, it's everything, everything's going to be destroyed and it'll just be like, why Twitter? It was Twitter. That's what did it. It was That's Twitter. what did us in. Twitter did us That's in. That's what did yes. us in. <laughs> It was it was Twitter. Ugh. Okay, well now now things are getting creepy about Bigfoot. So yeah, we should see if there's an Easter. Yeah, I bet he lives in the caves. Uh, the caves you hate so much. I really hate caves. We do have some stories. Yes, yeah, so I was gonna say it's story time because we have like a half an hour story left because I have to I have to go play Dungeons and Dragons tonight. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Let's do stories. Story time. Okay. It's time for fact or fiction. We will be reading chilling tales submitted from the community and guessing, are these fact, fiction, or somewhere in between? Use your best spooky scout skills to determine the truth. Do you have a scary story to tell? You can submit them to us at SpookySaturdayStories at gmail.com to have them read on the show. Just make sure to include if they are fact or fiction and your name. Um, I hope everyone enjoyed, like, you're always welcome to send us emails about topics or whatever you want to hear us talk about. We're always taking feedback. If you think we're boring or or need to talk more about aliens or you think that Mount Rainier is a hologram, please email us at SpookySaturdayStories at gmail.com for any feedback that you would like to give. Yes. <laughs> I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed <laughs> Mount Rainier is a hologram. Don't think it is, but you know. So it's just a, if you have your own do not steal conspiracy theory sto- stories. You can send those to Do not steal. Yeah. I, I'm against you. I think that this is real. <laughs> and I might do a Google poll later Good. where fine. I'm like, do you think Rainier Mount Rainier is a hologram? Is a hologram? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Oh, it's just relocated and paper mache. Rec- yeah, sure. It's just giant paper mache. Exactly. 
All right, get your fact or fiction emotes ready for our stories. All right, let me know when you're ready and I will begin reading. Okay, all right, story time. All right, here we go now. Okay, this one comes from Nebula Coffee, who I think might be in the chat. So, this actually happened to my husband, who told me about it the next day. At night, our kitchen window is a black hole in the wall if the kitchen light is on. It can be a little unsettling to walk by or look out of because all you see is just black emptiness. I usually try to avoid being in the kitchen at night for this reason. My husband, on the other hand, doesn't mind as much and sometimes gets up in the middle of the night for a snack. On this night, he woke up and went to the kitchen to make some food like any other normal night. When he rounded the corner into the kitchen, he saw a shadowy figure standing by the sink. He told me it gave off a very menacing feeling and started coming towards him. My husband quickly retreated down the hallway to our room, stopping in front of the linen closet to pull out an iron railroad spike he had. An iron railroad spike he has. Don't ask. I don't have answers. When he looked back up the hallway, the figure had vanished. He then put the spike back in the closet on a different shelf and decided maybe he wasn't all that hungry after all before going back to sleep. Now, sometimes when he wakes up in the middle of the night, his brain doesn't actually wake up all the way and he has lucid dreams of mundane events. On this particular night, he was pretty sure he was still mostly asleep and might have just dreamed the whole thing. But when he looked in the linen closet, the railroad spike had been moved from its normal place. I don't go into my kitchen at night anymore. No! Oh, and just to to recap, this is fact or fiction chat. Let us know if you think this story is fact or completely fabricated. Okay, first we have to see what Feathers thinks. Feathers, do you think it's fact or fiction? Fact or fiction? Fact or fiction? It's a lot of fact. TK TK said they actually have owned railroad spikes. For stabbing ghosts? Or, yeah, they're not, I feel like they would not be good weapons, because they're like, what, this long? You need to decide. Several inches? Feather says faction. (laughs) Oh, faction? Yeah, Feather says fact and fiction. Can't make a decision up Mm. in here, huh, Feathers? There's a lot of fact. A lot of fact. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say fiction. Well, this one's real. This is based... Based upon an actual event is what Jonathan Briggs always says. He's like, our writers got it from an actual based event. Based upon an actual event. Whoa. Whoa. I mean, also the ra- railroad spike thing is pretty badass. I know. Like, you just whip one yeah, out. Like, oh, like, I just got one of these geez. at my house. That is scary, though. I don't like it. Fact. You know, fact. Fact, fact, fact. And what do you think, Feathers? Were you wrong? Did our writers get you? No. It was a similar event did occur, Feathers. He just, like, closes, like, Ugh. <laughs> All right. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, I'm trying to send you one to see if it if it tells us if it's fact or fiction, and I think I have the answer here, so I'm going to send it to you so you can read it. I am excited too. I have one more book I was going to talk about this week, but I'll talk about it next week. But I found a um <gasps> a crop circle. So we should cover crop circles next week because I found a crop circle book from 1991 that is just great. Yes. <laughs> All right. Okay. Here it is. All right, ready? Yes. Time for another story. It was the first weekend of 2020. I had been dealing with an overbearing weight of emotional trauma and heartache paired with loneliness. A mutual friend came over that Friday to talk, and he really helped me feel better and clear my head of a lot of bad thoughts my anxiety was telling me. Healthy. Don't listen to your anxiety. 
I have been in search of adopting a cat for about seven months now, but every time something would come up, they get adopted quickly or I wouldn't be financially stable for all the adoption fees. I recently went back into searching for a cat and I went to Craigslist this time. Well, there's your first mistake. (laughs) (laughs) I reached out that past week to four or five ads, but sadly, none of them responded. I reluctantly still kept reaching out. That Saturday, I saw a posting about a 10-year-old cat needing to be rehomed due to allergies. I sent an email and we exchanged numbers. He happily answered all my questions about the cat, food he likes, behaviors, etc. He was a Maine, I think Maine Coon, or just a Maine. Oh, yeah. After researching, he looks to be a Norwegian forest cat more than a Maine Coon. And his old owner said that he was giving me all his things. Litter boxes, litter food, dishes, box of wet food, three brushes, several times even dry cat shampoo. How fancy. I was very taken aback by his generosity, and I asked if there was any other reason he was rehoming a 10-year-old cat, to which he replied their newborn grandkid was also having allergies. I reached out to my friend, and he went over to the house that was an hour away. I was filled with an incredible amount of excitement and love already. We brought the cat back to my apartment, and he looked very sad, almost like he was crying. Oh, no! His name was originally Gato, and I thought it was sad that his name was just cat in Spanish, so I decided to name him Dutch. It was only after a few days after I got him that I was expecting painters in my apartment. I knew he needed to be kenneled per request of the landlord. I sadly wasn't able to coax him into his cage, and it ended with him hissing, growling, and swatting. I gave uh, gave up and left him inside his place under the table. After the painters left, I was sitting on my bed, and suddenly a bottle of rose quartz I had on top of my... uh, A bottle of rose quartz I had on top of my jewelry box on my dresser flung off the dresser with a photo all in the same direction. I was very alarmed... At first, and I went to pick it up with the photo, and I noticed that this little glass bottle filled with stones was heavier than I thought, and how could it just fall and move so quickly? The next strange occurrence happened when I was under the influence. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. I saw a shadowy Uh figure in my hallway while getting into the shower. I played it off as a weird and maybe just hallucinating from being high. It's fair. The same day... (laughs) The same day earlier, I had tried to get a bell caller on Dutch, and he quickly became agitated when I tried to get the caller close to him. The last time I saw the figure was earlier this week in the hallway, now near my kitchen, and I was 100% sober, and now I really did see something. I asked another friend who has more experience in strange occurrences than me, and they think Dutch has some type of guardian following him. I did a yes or no tarot reading about this, and I drew the strength card. My interpretation of the card, I felt meant, be nice to this cat or else. (laughs) I've had pets before for most of my life. But I've never felt so close to an animal, and I've never had this much happiness having a pet, and we've only been together for about a month. There maybe could be other reasons Dutch's old owners were rehoming him. This cat is so sweet and loves to be petted and brushed so much. He's so gentle and well-behaved. I've never had something like in my personal life before, and I'm not sure what to do about this figure I keep seeing in my apartment, or if I should allow it, and if I even can get rid of it, but I think I was meant to take care of this cat and have him be a part of my life. Aw, cat story! I love cat stories. And this one came from Joey. J-O-W-I-E. Oh, thank you, Joey. This is a good this is a good pet supernatural pet stories are some of my favorite. <laughs> I love pet stories. No, I I don't know. I mean, who knows? Like I like I like this I like this story a lot. I don't see there's no reason why it wouldn't be fact. Like it sounds really interesting. I also love that there was a tarot reading for the cat. I I can I do a tarot reading for you, Feathers? He's just like, yeah, do him for Mojo. Yeah, he's like, when he's like, no, when, I'll bite you. And also having like having adopted the cat from a different owner, like that's also really interesting. Like I feel like, I mean, animals have I feel like just so much of their past like energy from their experiences and stuff with them. So who knows? It could be like a tulpa 
which is, you know, maybe maybe Ooh. the cat's manifesting something on its own because it, like, had some trauma in the past or something like that. And if you don't, Ooh, know, that's don't know what a tulpa is, a tulpa is a more, I think it's a Tibetan word, but it's, um, it's an idea of, like, a, a creature or something that manifests because so many people think of it. So, anyway, I think that's, that's a very cool story. I think it's, I think it's fact. What do you think, Feathers? Feathers. What do you think? There's a lot of facts in chat. I saw, um, someone said fiction because the cat liked to be brushed. <laughs> yeah. Femme of Center said <laughs> that's that. That's fair. Fiction for brushing. Oh, Feathers? What do you think? <clears throat> fact? Oh, he said fiction. Feathers said fiction. <gasps> what do you think, Feathers? Well... This one's also oh, true. Oh, it's fact, Feathers. You were wrong. Feathers. <laughs> you were wrong. We got you this time, Feathers. We got you this time. A uh, similar event did occur. It's like, kissy, kissy? I'm like, no. <laughs> uh, no. That was good. Yeah, that was a good story. And I like, again, I love, like, the, like pet stories. I remember watching, like, the pet psychic show, which I'm like, this lady is not a pet psychic. Oh, but I'm going to watch the show my anyway. Gosh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> She, I was like, this lady, it was like, this horse wants Coca-Cola. Like, the horse does not. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. Cool. Do we have any more stories? We do. Sweet. All right. I'm gonna, I'm ready when you are to tell you this story. Okay, ready. This one comes from Nick or Sar Nicholas 2 k 18 on Twitch. Hi, friends. A friend of mine is a hunter in Idaho. He goes deep into the wilderness for days at a time to hunt black bears and mountain lions. Jesus Christ. A few- I, I just don't yeah. know how people do things like that. It's just like terrifying. Calm down, dude. Like- it's so scary. Ugh. Anyway. <laughs> a few years back, he was tracking a mountain lion through the snow and followed the tracks into a dense cluster of trees. When he entered them, he got an eerie feeling of being watched. He then heard a slight shifting in the trees above him and turned to see something that he said he would never forget. When he described it to me, he called it a Bigfoot. He said it was huge and had to have been at least seven and a half feet tall. He froze as he looked at it, and it looked right back at him. He slowly backed away, too afraid to do anything else, and hightailed it out of there. Saw a Bigfoot? In the tree! Seven and a half feet tall. What do we think? (sighs) Fact or fiction? What do you think, Feathers? I mean, the fact that, like, they had a friend that was literally, like, hunting a mountain. I don't know. That's crazy as enough as it is. Like, I would believe that that's the kind of person that would see a Bigfoot. Like, not people just, like, driving down the road, but someone who's in the wilderness would see a Bigfoot. That's, I, Also, if you're hunting mountain lions, why would you be scared of a Bigfoot in the tree? I feel like a mountain lion would be scarier. A seven-foot-tall Bigfoot? I'd be scared. I don't know. I would be scared. I would. I would be equally as scared of a mountain I mean, lion. Fair. I would not be like going after a mountain lion. Fair. Fair. Oh, what does feathers think? Fact or he fiction? Won't, he feathers? didn't want me to touch it. <laughs> no. He was like, get this thing away from my face. <laughs> he doesn't care. He's he's like he's like I'm Bigfoot. Leave me alone. Um, I don't know. I say fact again. Like that sounds that sounds messed up like if they're actually in, uh, out in the forest already doing something so extreme that i can't even imagine well we got oh, you no, it's fake. this one's made oh, up. good job someone made one up and we believed it <laughs> they get, they got they you got, they got, got you who, who got us our writers made this one up uh this one came from nick or sar nicholas 2k18 oh thank you nick nick made it up you got, you got us, us. 
Our writers got you. Got got again. Got again, huh, Feathers? That's why Feathers was like, I'm not even gracing this with an answer. I know. I know, Bigfoot. <laughs> oh, <feathers. laughs> That was great. Sweet. Uh, I love it when you guys make up stories, too. Because, again, it's just it's just fun. Yeah, please send in, like, make anything up. <sighs> All right. Do we have one time for one more? I think we do. I think we do. All right, let's see. I'm going to send it to you. This one comes from Samwise Newbie. All right, cool. Time for another story time. All right. One midwinter night. My mother, brother, and I were driving to our farm from our small town in Canada. My age was around 8 to 11. As I get older, it's harder to recall the exact time frame. However, I remember it was winter. The fields were covered with snow and that there was no moon on that night. As we turned down the last stretch of road, we noticed a light on the small hill to the right side of our car. The light was a spot spotlight searching the fields and hills. As we followed the spotlight back to the sky where it was originating from, the light focused on our car. For a split, split second, we were blinded by the light before it disappeared. My mother assured my brother and I that it was a search and rescue helicopter or something of the like. However, even to this day, there are two things that bother me. When we arrived home, two minutes later, there was no sound of an aircraft, nor was there a sound while a search and rescue hop- or sorry, nor there was a sound while we were in the car. At no point during or after the light's presence were there any other lights outside. Usually planes or aircrafts have spotter lights, but there were none. I live in a part of Canada where you can see for miles due to the lack of trees and very few hills, Saskatchewan. So there would be nothing to obscure our line of sight or muffle the sound. On occasion, I ask my brother if he remembers that night, hoping his affirmations will ease my sanity. And that's that's where it ends. Does he affirm you? <laughs> Does he affirm you? <laughs> Did he affirm? Oh, no. Um, well, that's scary. So you think, like, it was just your mom being like, oh, it's just a spotlight when it was just an alien. Ugh, feathers. Yeah, sometimes I wonder that. Like, when you're little, if you see something truly scary, would your parents be honest or would they just be like, uh. Right? I'm, it was nothing. No, my dad would have been like, it's an alien. Get out there and get it. <laughs> Go get it. What do you think, Feathers? He doesn't want He's too shy. Feathers doesn't like Aww. to be wrong. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to say it's fact. Because, like. You could have one, and also, like, how many instances when you are, like, you're just wandering around or something when you're young, and, like, something like that happens, and it's, like, who knows what it was? Like, I mean, your parent, like, if you're with your parents, they're probably just, like, Jesus, I don't know what it was. Keeps driving. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I guess I have to rationalize it because you're yeah. a child, and I have to, like, bleh, come up with something. Can't be scared, because then the kid's gonna get scared. Well, this one's Yay, true. Yay, we got it, Feathers. Similar event did occur. A similar event did occur. Huh. I would like to know if you were affirmed yeah, I do too. by I your brother. I would like to know if you were affirmed as well. <laughs> Please let us know, Samwise Newbie, if your brother affirmed yeah, you. Yeah, I would also like to know that. It's important. Oh, it's a little loaf. He's just a little toasted bread. I'm sorry. He's too distracting oh, for a spooky Saturday. He's so good. No, he's no, he's our mascot. He can hang out. It's fine. Yeah, he is. It's fine. <laughs> You know, like, you sing at your toe, you can boy, make it your toe, get your toe. His giant he has feet. such big feet. I know. He has really He's big feet. He's a big feet. boy. Yeah, Canada's scary. That's, that's fair. Canada's a scary place. And I also believe that that was, yeah, most likely some kind of, like, alien thing. Because why would there be a spotlight in the middle of Canada? Who's, who's, like, robbing the, like, local whatever that, like, deserves a helicopter chasing them? That seems pretty rare, too. Right. Yeah, that is unusual. And you didn't hear anything, which is also creepy. 
Mm-hmm. It would be noisy. It would be noisy. It would be noisy. <sighs> All right. Well, I am going to go get ready because I have to go do a bunch of things before I go play my game. Yay. Yeah. And I was going to give Feathers some more snuggles before the end of the day. <laughs> He's so ridiculous. But yes, next week, we are back, I believe. We are back. Back, back to the normal back time. Back to normal time. Yeah. We'll just cover crop circles. That'll be fun. Yeah. That'll be... I think there's a lot to talk about there because there's a lot of theories about how they're created if, you know, there's a mixture of man-made yeah. and alien-created ones, like, different things like that. We could probably extend into, like, alien art in general. Yeah. Like... I mean, and it's also... It's, like, it's one of those fac- faction things where it's, like, some instances, like, I think crop circles are legitimate and then some are just, like, art installations. So... For sure. Yeah, and there's actually, we'll tell you next week, there's a way to tell. There's a way to tell how to tell if a crop circle is legit and how it's not. Ooh. So we'll tell you, we'll tell you that next week. So if you find a crop circle, you too can see if it's from an alien. You can identify the truth. You can identify the truth. Yeah. And then next week we'll talk about that. And I have some fun, a fun 1991 book of like weird metaphysical crop circle things, including... Links to the ancient past, which I feel like, and symbols, which Kayla will love. Ugh. Yeah. So it'll be Ugh. great. So scary. Well, take care of yourselves, and uh, we will see you all next week. Make sure to send your stories to SpookySaturdayStories at gmail.com so that we can get more stories. Yes. We love your Please stories. Please make stuff yeah, up. Yeah, make stuff up. It's great. I love it when we get got. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. It's really fun. Yeah. And be as creative as you want. You can make, like, a wild made-up story, like... It'd be just, it's, it's all about the experience of spookiness and the unknown, correct? Yeah, so much the unknown. Fun. Correct. Fact. Sorry, I was typing the email <laughs> in the chat. Geraldo Guacamole was on Sweet. top of it. we did it. Wait, I have a... Oh, see, I, I did it. I have to see you next time. Okay. I'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye! Thanks for joining us for Spooky Saturday. I'm Kayla Klein, and you can find me at KaylaKlein.com or on social media as at K-A-Y-N-C-L-I. And I'm Holly Conrad, and you can find me on social media as at Holly Conrad or at Commander Holly. And you can find our clothing store at TrashCoven.com. We hope you enjoyed learning and speculating with us tonight. If you want to find out more about Spooky Saturday and becoming a Spooky Scout, you can find links to our social media, Discord, and more at SpookySaturday.com. Spooky Saturday airs live every Saturday on twitch.tv slash hollyconrad at 3 p.m. Pacific.